on. Football. Football. NFL starts tomorrow. Well, started well, Thursday. Started Thursday. Hopefully some more entertaining games start tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, we're going to start doing this at a different time in the week so that we could make sure we get some good college talk in as well and have some earlier predictions for the NFL than the day before. But uh, it's a beautiful Saturday morning. Got a good slate of college football today. Yep. Clemson versus Texas A&M. Go Tigers. I'm really worried about that game, not going to lie. <laughs> that would be a really good game. It's going to be great. Then, of course, you got LSU at Texas tonight. That's going to be great. Just a lot of good college football. Yeah. A lot of good stories. I think there's going to be some more upsets today, just like always. But there's not going to be any talk about college football today. But we will start that next week, I promise. We're just going to jump right into the NFL Tennessee today. lost. Yeah. Georgia State. <laughs> How do you lose to Georgia State, bro? Oh, God. That's just... that. I have so many friends that are Vols fans, and I can just see they were so excited and so hopeful for the season. And then I could tell by seeing them the day after that game, you could just see it all over their face. Like, Bro, they're already calling for Jeremy Pruitt to get fired. That's ridiculous. Already. That's ridiculous. Already. Dabo Sweeney went six and seven in his third season at Clemson. Yeah. Give him at least four years. The The Vols are a dumpster fire. Give him some time. Like, yeah. Stop being so, so, so fucking babyish, you Vols yeah, fans. People- they don't know the big picture. That's what, you know, that's something that happens a lot in college football today. People don't give coaches time, really yep. in NFL too, give coaches time to to turn things around. And if they just gave coaches more time, you never know what could happen. Yep, exactly. But, you know, I listen to the Paul Feinbaum show pretty much every day because it's hilarious, just the crazy redneck people that call in. Right, right, right. Uh, Tennessee fans were calling in this week, calling for Jeremy Pruitt's head, and it was funny. <laughs> But enough for college because we're not going to do any picks or anything for that until next week. Um, before we get started heavily, make sure you subscribe yes, right here please. on YouTube or on any of the podcast platforms that we're on. We're on all of them. For sure. Our first couple episodes haven't been, but from yeah, now on, all of them will be on We're there. getting there. We're going we're gonna to do that. So Starting today. NFL. More Antonio Brown drama. Oh my God! What else is new, bro? I, okay, so I, I, when I got here, right, last night, I seen where he had apologized to the owner. Apparently, he called the owner a cracker or something. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. And um, apparently, he apologized for it, and it was all good. And I seen where John Gruden come out with a statement saying that he fully intends for Antonio to play Week One. And then I show up and. I told uh, Kyle about it, and Kyle was like, oh, so I don't guess you uh, heard what happened an hour ago. And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, he demanded his release. It's crazy, dude. Like, it's it. I, I don't understand. You have everything right there at your fingertips. Just behave. Just play the game. That's Did, it. That's all you get paid to do. You don't get paid to run your mouth. Like, you get paid to play for a team that wants your your talents on their football team. Yeah, so to my understanding at practice yesterday – he was mad that Mike Mayock, the GM, fined him. So he put, supposedly, in front of the team and everything, went up to Mike Mayock and started causing a fuss about it, calling him a cracker and cussing him out and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, he acts shocked that they were going to suspend him after that. Nobody is not going to get suspended. Okay, so then he somehow gets his way and isn't going to get suspended, and he still causes a fuss. And just just how, how much this is happening, did you know about him releasing the audio from his phone call with John Gruden yesterday on his YouTube channel? No, bro. Yeah, later, later 
yet later on yesterday he released his private phone conversation what? on you. Dude, you gotta watch it. It's in a, it's like a dramatic video with music playing in the background and stuff. He he releases. Yeah, it's on his YouTube channel. Of his and John Gruden's private conversation. John Gruden just being like, What what are you doing? Like just come play ball. We wanna have you here. Uh Telling him how much he believes in him. Probably being as nice as he can be to someone who's being his child. Exactly. And he was like, just come play football. And then Antonio Brown was like, I'm more than a football player, bro. He keeps saying that as if people are saying you're worthless outside of football. Nobody has said that. Nobody Nobody has said he's worthless outside of football. But he's playing with the Raiders as a football player. They need him to play football because people's jobs depend on it. Exactly. Their season depends on it. And as one of the if not the greatest wide receiver that's in the game of football right now. And if he would just, like, it almost seems to me like he's more focused on what he's done and not focusing on what he can still do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's saying, oh, well, I'm, I, I was this great, so, you know, I'm God. You know, you all have to bow down to me. He's still playing. You know what I mean? He can do so much more, but he's just not, he's not going about it the right way. One more thing I want to touch on about this, and then I'm done talking about this shit. Yeah. Um, the two most dominant receivers that I remember watching in my lifetime is T.O. and Antonio Brown. And now people are trying to compare T.O. to Antonio Brown as far as their off-the-field stuff goes. There's no comparison. T.O. was a diva, but T.O. played on one leg in the Super Bowl and ball. T.O. wanted to win, and he wanted to play football. Right. And Antonio Brown is just the most dramatic player I believe I've ever seen at this point. He, he said not too long ago that... If he didn't get his way, he would retire. When all the helmet shit mm-hmm. was yeah. first starting, yeah. he said that he was re- he would retire because he doesn't need football. Yep. And then you had T.O. who was trying to get back in the league last year. Exactly. <laughs> so don't even compare that. Like T.O., you know, T.O. had his problems and he was hard to deal with, but he loved football and wanted to play. And you know, people act shocked that people he acts shocked that people want him to be playing football, and that's why you're there. Nobody's saying you're worthless outside of football. But you're there to play football, you know? Yep. What if you went to your job and your boss told you to do something and you were like, I'm more outside of this job. This is not like, it's just, you're there to do a job. So before we get into the the slate tomorrow, you want to talk about that Packers-Bears game from Thursday? Oh my God, that dude. dumpster fire of a game? Okay. From what I've seen, the Bears defense set it up for them. To, I mean, both defenses did. It just wasn't a high-scoring game because the defenses were just solid. The Bears, I thought they were going to take this game. I thought Trubisky was going to do a lot better, which he didn't. But uh, Khalil Mack is just like, God, man, how do you stop that guy? Like, he's, I mean, he's, in, he's incredible. Yeah. Roquan Smith is incredible, too. Yeah. But the, the I actually felt very confident the Packers were going to win that game because I just don't believe in Trubisky. It's like I was saying last week, he struggles to put up points. And... I think that's going to be a problem this year. That's why I have them finishing third in the division. I just don't believe in them. I think their defense is obviously great. And everybody's going on about how great the Packers' defense is now. And I think the Packers' defense has improved. But I think there's going to be a big difference next week or the week after, you know, whenever they're playing offenses that isn't the Bears' offense. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. But I'm not giving up on Trubisky 100% yet because I really really like Mitch Trubisky, but – He's got to do better than what he did last game because that's that's not going to cut it if you want to win games. Agreed. Because if if you're a quarterback and the defense is going out there and busting their ass and setting it up for you, you gotta you gotta capitalize. Agreed. 
Same. So we're not going to do any rapid fire this week. We're actually going to go through every game and do our picks and break them down. We're going to start with the Titans and the Browns. You want to start this off? All right. Titans and Browns. I'm going to say... Hmm. I'm going to say the Browns are probably going to beat the Titans. It is in Cleveland. Yeah. I'm going to say that... um, I don't know, man. Delaney Walker coming back. That's going to... I mean, he's a he's a beast. Yeah, yeah. So people forget about him because yeah. he was hurt. But I mean that that year he was the number one tight end and he made the Pro Bowl. Like no one, no one really, you know, knew him. <laughs> but I mean, just because he played for the Titans, but he can ball, man. But I, I think the Browns are probably going to win just because I just don't I don't see the Titans. I don't see the Titans doing much right right at the beginning of the year. I think it's going to take them a while to get in the swing of things. Well, I'll start this off with some fireworks. I like the Titans. Do you? Yeah. I think the Browns, all that hype's going to go to their head the first week. Like you said, Delaney Walker being back is kind of flown under the radar. Everybody's talking about it. I think the Titans have kept quiet. Uh, Mariota's got a quiet confidence about him that sometimes, you know, shines. You see it in games like the Kansas City playoff game a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. He seems to do better as the underdog, and I think the Titans are going to go into Cleveland and pull off the upset. Also... Fuck Baker Mayfield. <laughs> All right, Ravens versus Dolphins. Go. Ravens. Like, come on. Like, Ra- Ravens are going to take that. Like, I know the, the Dolphins got Rosen, right? Yeah. So. But it, uh, Fitzmagic starting. Fitzmagic starting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, well, Fitzmagic might win them a few games before the magic runs out, like we always see happens. Like he he'll win he'll he'll win what was it with the Bucks they went like three and zero with him yeah and I mean, they, they started off killing the like, they started off killing the Saints like like they just drove up Fitz Magic just drove on the Saints at will the first game last year right right and then they played Pittsburgh and then they <clears throat> lost but, uh, I remember that one I totally forgot that happened actually but yeah uh, Clowney went to the Seahawks. Yes. Didn't we say he was going to go? Yeah, we, we were made to look really stupid when it came to our <laughs> clowny prediction. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the Ravens are going to run all over the Dolphins. Well, I also like the Ravens. It's a pretty obvious pick in this. I, I like uh, Fitzpatrick as a person, but mm-hmm. I think the Fitz magic is out. I don't think he's going to capture that same magic he caught at the beginning of last season. Dude, he's played for so many different teams. He has, yeah. It's just, I pulled it up last week. It's, it's a lot of different teams that he's played for. Um, I like. I think Lamar Jackson will do just enough, and I think the Ravens' defense is really good, and they're going to kind of stifle them. But a lot of people are thinking that the Ravens are kind of uh, – I mean, the Dolphins are kind of holding Josh Rosen out on purpose for these first several games, which is genius, because they start the year out with Baltimore, New England, at Dallas, the Chargers – Oof. And then they had their bye week. So you don't want to throw him into the fire those first four games. Right, right. So the perfect time would be after the Chargers game, take the bye week, let him get adjusted, and then at home versus Washington, have him do his first start there. Yeah. Which if that's really what they're doing, like people are speculating, that's very, very smart. Yeah, I completely get that. That's yeah. That's exactly what I would do. But God bless that guy, dude, because you know he's got to be so frustrated with that. Yeah. But we both like the Ravens in this. Uh, I think that's a pretty obvious pick. But, you know, the the thing about the first week of the NFL, it, there's so much chaos. Like, you never know yeah. what could happen. The Dolphins could kick their asses for all we know yeah. tomorrow. So never know. It's unpredictable, man. That's why we love football. All right. 
Falcons versus Vikings. Go. Falcons. Falcons are, I think they're going to get back to where they were when they made their Super Bowl run. Uh, I think uh, Julio Jones will probably break out again this year because last year he was kind of quiet. But I think this year he's going to show why he's one of the best. And I think their defense is going to get back to where it was, too, when they uh, made the Super Bowl run. Not in the second half of the Super Bowl because that was probably the worst display of defense I've ever seen in my life. But, uh, yeah, the um, the Vikings, I just don't – I don't know. Like you said, you never know with these things, but my gut says the Falcons are going to beat the Vikings. Yeah, we're actually both going with the underdog here. I like the Falcons too. You know I'm very high on the Falcons this year. I like them a lot. Calvin Ridley was really good last yeah. year, and he's going to step up even bigger this year and take some pressure off Julio Jones. I, I'm with you. I like their defense to step up again. They, um, they, they need still them. got Muhammad Sanu. I can't remember. I need to look into that. Yeah. I don't think it'll make much of a difference either way. I, I don't think, I think they think do. Does. I think they do. I don't think. Oh, do you think they do? I think they do. You might be right. I don't know. We're lacking in our knowledge, sorry. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. No, but I, I like the Falcons a lot this year. I think uh, they need the two Clemson boys to step up. Grady Jarrett and Vic Beasley on defense. I like Beasley And Devontae Freeman's back. Yep. I like Devontae Freeman. If he can stay healthy, I think he's a really good running back, kind of yeah. underrated. Kind of, kind of like, uh, kind of reminds me of uh, Marshawn Lynch a little bit. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's funny how people like just uh, like we talked about with Delaney Walker earlier. Whenever somebody gets injured, they tend to forget. Yep. Yep. How good of players time. they are. So we'll see how that goes. But we both agree on that one. Surprisingly, we're both going with the at least by Vegas standards, the underdog. Yep. All right, Bills versus Jets. I'll start this one off. Good. Yeah, you know I'm high on the Jets this year. I mm-hmm. like the Jets to win this game, and also just don't think the Bills are going to be good. Yeah. Um, if you guys need some awful music to listen to, listen to Cole Beasley's rap album. <laughs> see, see on the Bills is the Jets. He's on the Bills. Yeah, right? he's on the Bills now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I still haven't done that. Yeah. I need to. Uh, I need to get really drunk. <laughs> yeah, so if you, uh, yeah, you'll have to drink to get through it. He's not that bad whenever he's rapping, but he starts trying to do that singing, and it's just, oh, uh, is it's it just so like corny. stacked with so auto-tune? So corny, dude. It's not even stacked with autotune. It just sounds like the corny white guy trying to sing on a rap song. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, 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 don't like, I don't like the Bills Big at yikes, all this brother. year. But I would encourage you, you know, maybe you need – to start your fireplace or something, you got the old style that doesn't start itself. Buy Cole Beasley's album, listen to it, give it a good, give it a good laugh. You know, have a good comedy night, and then just toss it in the fire. So let's let's get to the bottom of this beef with Cole Beasley. So did you not like him when he was with the Cowboys? I always thought he was a little bit overrated. He also he's one of those dudes that he has such thin skin. He always has to respond to people on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that drives me crazy, dude. That drives me crazy. Trigger I hate that. Yeah. I hate the dudes that can't just like ignore, ignore people. That? Like yeah. you, you are. I'll never understand that. You are in a way higher position than the people that are coming after you on Twitter. Just be the bigger person. Making way more money. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. All right, skins versus eagles. Oh wait, you, I got, you did, did I, the, I got the Jets too. Yeah, yeah. I'm used to you going first. I got, Sorry, I got the Jets too. I think uh, they they got CJ Mosley. Yes. He's gonna he's gonna ramp up that defense, that pass rush, and I think uh, of course Le'Veon Bell. I I I hope he does really good. I really hope he does good, and I think he will if he can uh, stay healthy, uh, stay away from the from the devil's lettuce, and uh, 
Stay off the weed. <laughs> yeah, I think if he does that, uh, uh, they got a young team and some really talented all-stars, and I think uh, they'll do good this year. But as of week one, they're going to beat the Bills. So let's just stick with you going first so I don't get confused again. Skins versus Eagles. Mm. I think the Skins are going are gonna to upset the Eagles. What? Yeah. That's a bold prediction right there. I think they will. I think they will. They got a who's starting a who's starting a quarterback? Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Yeah. Eesh. I think I think they'll upset him. That's a crazy prediction, bro. I got a gut feeling lie. that the Redskins are gonna are gonna surprise some people this year. They got Adrian Peterson. I I don't think he's done. He's I not, think Darius Geis is actually gonna be their starter though. Yeah. Yeah. But you never know about AP. You know. Yeah. He gets uh, when he was with the Saints, he got really offended that he wasn't the starter, but. I don't know. He's still. I think he's still got it. I mean, last year he looked like he still has it, but you just never know. People underestimate NFL running backs just yeah. because of the stigma. They want to, you know, whenever they start to get a little bit of age on them, they want to toss them to the side, and sometimes they still have more juice, you know? Dude, Frank Gore? Yeah, Frank, Frank Gore, Gore still plays. He's finally, you know, he's finally regressed some now, yeah. but he's still got enough in the tank to be pretty good. You know what he said? Retirements for the week. <laughs> <laughs> I love Frank Gore. I do too, dude. I love. Dude, he's me. played. He he played in San Fran like before Alex Smith got there, didn't he? Yeah, I mean he's he 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 was in San Fran for a while, and yeah, he's he was great. Yeah, he's he's he, been great his his whole career. Like, and yeah, I think he's one of the more underrated running backs ever. He'll oh, he'll, yeah, he'll be agree. in Canton for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we got the Rams. Oh, I didn't say mine. I'm getting so confused on this. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I got the Eagles winning. I mean, you saw a couple years ago in the NFC Championship what Case Keenum can do against the Eagles defense, which is nothing. <laughs> and, yeah, as much as I hate them, I think the Eagles are a good team, and I just think that the Redskins are not a good team. I mean, there's not too much an- analysis to go into this game. I hope Darius Geist does well because I have him on one of my – actually, both of my fantasy teams, I think. So I hope he does well, uh, but – you know, I would love for the Skins to upset them because I don't see the Redskins as a threat, but I just don't see it happening. Right, right. That's that's how it was for years as a Steelers fan with the Browns. Yeah. Like if the Browns played the Ravens, I'd be like, just just one one ounce of magic. Just yeah, yeah. pull through and be the Ravens. It's funny, even if it's the first game of the year because you just know which just team's going to be a threat down the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so Rams versus Panthers. Rams. I, I think... <laughs> this is kind of a joke, but if you look into it, it kind of makes sense. Think of how Cam Newton was before Super Bowl 50. Think of how Cam Newton is now. I think Super Bowl 50 took a big toll on him, like losing that. Yeah. I think it, like, fucked with him mentally. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's just never been the same. I can so, see that. So um, I don't think the Panthers will do anything with Cam Newton ever again. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I don't see. I, I still believe in Cam anywhere. if he can stay healthy. His problem is he has not been able to stay healthy at all. Because of the style of quarterback he is, yeah. you know, run, running run quarterback. Over. But, but he's also got a big arm. I mean, he can he can do a lot with his arm. He's yeah. just, I don't know. I believe in Cam. And I, with you, I'm taking the Rams in this game. I think Aaron Donald's going to be a lot for Cam to handle. Yeah. And also, the Rams are just loaded with talent. He's got, like, mm, he's got a dab on him. Just dab on him. Yeah, but uh, I, I had a... I had an idea. The NFL Street games, they need to remake NFL Street with Cam Newton on the cover just, like, trucking over somebody. Bro, those NFL Street games were badass. Yeah, I remember using badass. Anthony uh, Anthony Brown. What was his name? 
Jesus, the old Cowboys receiver. I think it was Anthony Brown. I think so. See, they have an Anthony Brown right now, and it's throwing me off. But I used to uh, play with him every time because he was a Cowboy. I used to use mm-hmm. – on, on on the third one, I would use the Titans, and I would just use Vince Young and just, like, run. Every, I used like, to do that in Madden. I used to use Vince Young. Yeah, what, then, Madden 11? Like Madden 11. Yeah, Vince I can't even Young remember was, which one it was. Vince Young and Chris Johnson were, like, unstoppable. Yeah, I used game. to always do – I would go Hail Mary – and then I would audible the two guys on the end to do hooks. Yeah. And so I would roll out of the pocket, and then most of the time I was free to run. Yeah. But if I wasn't free to run, I'd have the dude coming in on the hook and just slinging to him. It, it drove people crazy, dude. My brother used to get so mad playing against him because I did the same thing. But, yeah, the Rams going to win. Hope Todd Gurley does good because I got him on my fantasy. But, yeah, Rams going to win either way. Todd Gurley, if he can stay healthy, he's still right there at the top. If Okay, yeah, I'll will save that for the for the Chiefs. Okay, we'll save that for the Chiefs. I don't know what we're talking about. You will. which the Chiefs are next. Let's go Chiefs versus Jags. Okay, what I was saying is, Chiefs <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs gonna win. Chiefs are gonna win, easy. Um, Jags, see you bye. Um, Patrick Mahomes, I'm a big fan of him. And what I was gonna say is, everyone was making fun of me in the fantasy uh, chat room because I took Mahomes second round, but you're gonna lose to me. Because everybody I talks got shit in Mahomes that and you don't. Every, everybody talks shit in that fantasy. Yeah, it drives yeah. me crazy. Like, and then the ones who talk the most shit are usually the ones that end up sucking. And that that so I just sit back and let people do their thing. Like everybody has a strategy. If theirs is different than yours, and yeah, unless you're taking a kicker like third round, <laughs> like okay, I might have to say like LOL. <laughs> I I don't know. I just I know that my first year doing fantasy, I just didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how it worked. I didn't know that running backs and wide receivers were. But look. So I took Peyton Manning like third or fourth round because I didn't know. And everybody made fun of me. I was like, dudes, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) So give people time to learn. Check this out. I took Todd Gurley first round, and I was a late pick, so I could turn around like two rounds after and pick someone else. Got Todd Gurley and just turned around and got Patrick Mahomes. How was like that? That's that's like perfect right there. See, I took Zeke number one overall, and people were talking shit, but I knew he was going to play, and sure enough, yep. here he is week one. There he is. Keep laughing, bitches. All right. I also had the Chiefs in that game. Mahomes will pick up right where he left off. Tyreek Hill's going to ball. There's not much to say about this game. The Jags will be better this year than they were last year, maybe, <laughs> but I still don't think they're going to be very good. They're not going to. They're going to be more like the Jags of last year than the Jags of two years ago. So St. Nick's not going to make that much of a difference, I feel like. No, 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 no. I think, maybe he'll prove us wrong. I actually like him as a person, so I hope he does well. I think Patrick Mahomes is like the long-lost brother of Steph Curry and Seth Curry. He sounds like Kermit the Frog. He looks, he, <laughs> he's a long-lost he looks, brother. He looks like Steph Curry a lot. I can you see ever it. notice that? Yeah. Light-skinned dudes for the win. For the win. Now's your time. Hot girl summer, um, city boys, whatever the kids on Twitter are saying these days. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Whatever you youngsters are in City boys for the win. <laughs> Colts versus Chargers. Chargers. I mean, uh, Philip Rivers. I think he's gonna. I think the cliff is coming fast for Philip Rivers. I think he's gonna start sucking. But uh, I don't know. Hopefully, he's done having kids, and uh, he can really, he can really try to. Uh, I don't know. Throw the ball not so side armed. He should try being celibate. Maybe he'll win a Super Bowl yeah. if he just like tries <laughs> celibacy. Roast, roast Maybe all those kids are just the reason why he hasn't won a Super Bowl. You yeah. Know? Are they all? Are they all boys? Do you know? I don't think so. There's no way. 
What if they? What if you had all boys and they all play for the Chargers? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's a strange thought. Oh uh, yeah, Chargers. Chargers are gonna. Chargers are gonna win for obvious reasons. I really don't have to explain myself. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Chargers win. I think this game's a lot closer than people think it will be because I think that the Colts have some worthy backups, which I think Jacoby Brissett will do well enough to where he'll be the only backup playing this game. Yeah, but. I just think in the end, the Chargers, everybody t- wants to talk about the Chargers defense being the reason they win this. I think it'll be their offense. I think uh, Rivers are going to be slinging it around to Keenan Allen and my boy yeah, Mike Keenan Williams. Good. Yeah, I, I like. I actually think Mike Williams is going to overtake him this year as the number you one. think receiver. so? Yeah, I do. I think maybe early on, Mike Williams got them hands. Yeah. he's one, he'll, he'll go up over people, as you saw in the final drive, the Alabama-Clemson National Championship a few years ago. Keenan Allen's pretty tall, too. Yeah, Keenan Allen. up there. Yeah, he's more of a he's more of a different kind of receiver than Mike Williams. Yeah, yeah. But I just I don't know. I I think the Chargers will win that game. Yeah, Kobe Bryant does good though. Yeah, like I think the Colts are still going to be a good team this year, even without Andrew Luck. They're just have no chance at like going far in the playoffs without. Him. I wonder if they. I don't know if they still have Mike Mitchell as their safety, the old Steelers safety. Yeah, yeah. But I really he like he him. went really downhill with the Steelers. He was really good at yeah, first. He, and then he just, just blown coverage, dude. He couldn't cover nobody. He could hit really hard. And uh, but he's a good run stopper. But you know, I think Chargers. But yeah, you know, Chargers. what do we know? We don't know who Muhammad Sanu plays for. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bengals versus Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, Seattle Seahawks. Pretty cut and dry. They're, I mean, they're not gonna. Bengals aren't gonna walk. Bengals into are gonna home. win one damn game if that. <laughs> See, I have a beef with Baker Mayfield. And Cole Beasley, I feel like you have a beef with the Bengals. I just never like the Bengals. I think they're dumb. I think they can't win a damn playoff game. Like that's like that's unacceptable. You have a coach. How long do they have Marvin Lewis? Like fifteen years. I think it was like thirty-five years, something like that. <laughs> it felt like an eternity, and they kept them. Never won a damn thing, and they just kept they. Oh God, and I, Marvin Lewis is a good guy. I really, I really he think is. he's a nice guy. He and it, his teams aren't bad. But he just can't get it done in the playoffs, and you have to have that because that's the whole that's the whole goal as a football team is to win in the postseason. And if you can't get that done, why hang on to it? You know what I mean? I was listening to Marvin Lewis on Adam Schefter's podcast uh, maybe like a month ago. Really nice guy. And I don't know if you knew this, but he's actually helping um, at Arizona State now. Oh, really? Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, this one's pretty obvious. They're not the, the the Bengals aren't going to go into the home of the twelfth man without AJ Green and pull out a win. It's just not going to happen. Even if even with AJ Green, they at least have more of a chance. See, remember the Bengals started off good last year. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember them beating the Ravens on Monday night, pretty good. And it was they started off good last year, which they do a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But th- they've proven at the beginning of the season they could be a tough out. But I don't see that happening without AJ. Green. Only Bengals fan I ever met in my life is one of my best friends that I grew up with. And I asked him last year, I was like, what, what's the Bengals' problem, man? And he just said, Andy Dalton, no defense. That's all he had to say. No defense at all. <laughs> no defense to speak of. So, let's go to the Giants versus them boys. Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I want to I want to be like, I want to shake it up. I feel like I shaked it up a little bit with the Washington pick, but I just can't, like, I can't do that every time because I'm going to be like Skip Bayless if I do that. Oh and I'm gonna, God. I'm going to look like an idiot. Oh Dak Prescott is the second coming of Tom Brady. <laughs> Tim Tebow is more marketable than Kobe Bryant. Jesus. That guy's a fucking idiot. Speaking of, before I get into this Cowboys pick, speaking of fucking idiots, 
Everybody has it. All cowboy. A lot of Cowboys fans have a beef with Stephen A. Smith on first take. And I love Stephen A. I love Stephen A. Stephen A. He talks shit about the Cowboys and is hilarious. It doesn't bother me in the least because he's realistic. If he thinks that they're going to do well, he'll, he'll acknowledge say it. it. Yeah. If he thinks that they're going to beat a certain team, the real idiot is Max Kellerman, who really says the stupid shit that he believes. Boxing. This announcer. man went live on air on first take the other day and said he believes there's five running backs in the NFL that are better than Ezekiel Elliott. What? Who? Name him. Max Kellerman. I, he, he did name him. I can't even remember who all they were. Todd Gurley, obviously. Oh, he thinks Saquon's the best. He's a fucking biased Giants fan. He thinks Saquon is the best. He said Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Christian McCaffrey, and Alvin Kamara. That was it. That's bullshit, dude. You just sound like okay. it. The, who has the, the two years that Zeke's played the entire year, he's won the rushing title. To me, right there. The Cowboys' O-line last year was not even top 10. So you can't blame the O-line anymore as the reason for his success. Ezekiel Elliott, and I'm an honest Cowboys fan. You know, I'll I'll be, I'm very, you've heard me be very down on the Cowboys, be very honest. I thought they were going to suck last year before the year. I was so low on the Cowboys. Um, But if, even subjectively speaking, Zeke is the best running back in the NFL. He's definitely, definitely better than McCaffrey. I mean, I like McCaffrey a lot, but that's not even... That's not you can't even compare them to. Yeah, like that's so. stupid. Max Kellerman's an idiot. Uh, stick to boxing, please, because he's actually yes, he's actually God. good at boxing. But everything outside Go of boxing, be in another Rocky movie, ass clown. Oh yeah, I totally forgot he was in that Rocky movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got the Cowboys in this game. No Sterling Shepard for the Giants. No Golden Tate. He suspended the first couple games. <laughs> no receivers. No it's, party. It's just you know I'm, I'm like I'm I'm a pretty pessimistic Cowboys fan, so I try to think of scenarios where they can lose. Like last year before the year, I knew we were going to lose to the Panthers first game. I just knew it, and of course we did. It was ugly, but I don't. I can't think of a scenario unless the Cowboys just totally choke, which is possible that they lose this game. They've got to stop Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley. They can just stop those two players. It's a wrap. Like, so I got the Cowboys in that game. Prescott touchdown, eh? <laughs> Post Malone. We're white guys. We love real hip hop yeah, like Post dude. Malone. <laughs> hey, that new album is a fire. Uh, so we so. got the Lions versus the Cardinals next. Mm. In the most exciting a, game tough, of week one. Yeah, that's a, t- that's a tough call. They got Terrell Suggs now, don't they? Yes. I totally forgot about that. They got Terrell Suggs on the, on the Cardinals. Yes. Not like that. I mean, he's going to have like an IV pole and like a wheelchair. Dude, I totally forgot about that they got him. That's a big deal. <laughs> he's uh, he's he's pretty old. He's got to be getting up there. I'm looking Which up. I his age. I'm going to look up his age right James, now. James Harrison played for for a good while, but Harrison could Harrison could ball. But uh, yeah, T. Sizzle is, is on the Arizona Cardinals. He's 36, but he'll be 37 in October. So during the season, he'll turn 37. So, but he still balls. They snatched him up too, yeah. quick. Which can't blame him. He can, he can still ball. He's proven yep. it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I like Matthew Stafford a lot, so I'm gonna go with the Lions. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish he could stay healthy because he. I honestly think he is a good quarterback. The the Lions are a formidable team. Mm-hmm. Their front office is just a nightmare. That's why they... Yeah, dude, the whole team is run like they're, shit. They're formidable. I mean, I think they're going to be trash this year because they're a trash organization. Yeah. But they have had talent on their team. I like I like Matthew Stafford a lot, even though he really disappointed me last year. Yeah. I like Carrion Johnson a lot. I think the Cardinals is going to take them a bit to get to get together. Yeah. You know, this this those first few games are going to be interesting for the Cardinals because I think they could, they could possibly look like a total mess. So I like the Lions in that game. 
I mean, you know you're a shitty organization and you don't know what you're doing when you have someone as good as Barry Sanders and Megatron retire, like, right in the right as they turn 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or right before yeah. they... T- I think... Uh, didn't Barry Sanders retire at 29? I think it was... I think it was 30. You might be right. It could have been 29, but I think it was 30. It was either Calvin Johnson was 29 or Barry Sanders. I think Calvin Johnson was 29. Barry Sanders was 30. I might be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that. And Calvin Johnson said if the Lions would get out of their own way, they'd be more successful, successful, and he was right. They asked him for his money back whenever he retired. Calvin Johnson. Who does that? Trash petty, organization. Petty little bitches. Wasting away, wasting away careers. And I've seen that happen many times because I'm a Cowboys fan, so I know what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Just wasting away careers of good players. Yeah, I'm with you though. I, I miss Tony Romo on the field, but I really, really enjoy his commentating. So yeah, he's great. Something good came out of it. He's great. All right, we're going to go in another exciting game: 49ers versus Bucks. Ugh. Ugh. Mm. It's hard to say because I Jimmy G is he going to start? Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's not. That's sad that he's gotten hurt so much. I know, dude. I want to see him. what he can do. I know he's good. Uh, I'm. I'm just gonna go Bucks just because. Hell, I don't know. I don't know what the San Fran's gonna do because I hadn't really seen enough from Jimmy G to be like, oh yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, I'm not as high on the 49ers as everybody else is, and you know I'm higher on the Bucks this year. That's that's somewhere Antonio Brown should go. <laughs> he wanted to go there because Jerry Rice played there. Yeah, but. that would actually be a great place for him to go. Honestly, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Some team, some desperate team's going to take a chance on him if he gets cut. I mean, that's yeah. there's no doubt about that because there's two like you you I hadn't really thought about the Jets until you mentioned it earlier. I already think that they're going to be really good this year. Mm-hmm. But if you put Antonio Brown on the Jets and he actually behaves, then all of a sudden I th- I think they could compete with New England for that division. Three teams that he could go to. My predictions on where he would go real quick. If he gets released, he would either go to the Bills, the Titans, or the 49ers. I could see the Bills too. That'd be great for Josh Allen. Josh Allen's got a big arm. Sure. He's does. got that big Ben arm. Yep. Just downfield throws. Uh I like the Bucks in that game. I think Jameis Winston's gonna come out with a chip on his shoulder. He knows this year's his last chance with the Bucks. And I think Bruce Arians is a really good coach who's going to make a big difference for the Bucks. So what you was know that, what was the thing you did? Yeah, just don't eat the fucking W. That was very disturbing. <laughs> like Nobody wants to see you sucking. should have got fined for Nobody that. wants to see a grown-ass <laughs> man sucking on his fingers. Like, it, it, try to use that as motivation. Oh, man. <laughs> I just picture, like, everyone's trying to get hyped before the game or after the game, whenever that was, and he starts doing that, and they're just like, all right. <laughs> all right, I guess let's do this. <laughs> but you know what's funny? If they would have ended up doing really well that year, would have went to the Super Bowl or something, that would have been a huge thing with their fan base. Like, their fans would be fake eating the W. Oh, the yeah, so that's how football fans work. <laughs> All right, your boys, Steelers versus Patriots. He's got high hopes. He's, He's got, got high hopes. hopes. He's got high apple pie in the sky hopes. hopes. All right. Steelers going to win. What? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, God, I have to call you Uh, out on this. Didn't you just now outside tell me that you don't think they're going to win this game? I I did, but God, dude, I don't know. I want. I hope so. (laughs) Dude, uh, we don't have. uh, This is what I said. I said we don't have a very good record in Foxborough. 
You did say that. I, I did yeah. say that. But that can always change. I like your confidence. There's nothing wrong with being a little biased sometimes. I I always I always think we can beat New England. We just never do it. <laughs> we did it last I just, year. You know, there's not going to be many games this year where I pick against the Steelers because I really think that the Steelers are going to be good this year. But I don't think they're going to go into Foxborough, the opening game, and win because they have to adjust to life with that Antonio Brown. Yeah. And going into Foxborough, the first game of the season is the worst way to have to adjust. So here's here's what's going to happen. We're going to win the coin toss. We're going to get the ball. It's going to be a touchback. First play of the game, Ben's going to go Hail Mary straight to Juju Smith-Suster. Touchdown on the very first play of the game. So here's how the Steelers can win. They're going to go out, first drive, break Tom Brady's leg. Devin Bush. Next drive, Juju Smith-Schuster flies out of bounds on a catch, breaks Bill Belichick's leg. He has to get back to the locker room. Third drive, they come out, break Juju Smith-Schuster's leg. Steelers are golden. Easy dub. <laughs> Oh man! Easy yeah, dub. I, I, oh. You got to hear first a possibility of the Steelers winning. All, all jokes aside, the best chance the Steelers have is to just pressure, 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 pressure on Brady. Yeah, he's he's an old man, can't <laughs> run very fast. If you get him scrambling, that's the best chance you got. It's a mental thing with a lot of teams against the Patriots. They yep. just they can't mentally overcome the fact that they're playing the Patriots. Exactly. They as, just as long as we don't do anything too hasty, too stupid, Ben, no interceptions. Just, just hit, just hit, hit your guys. And if Vance McDonald catches a touchdown pla- pass, please call it correctly. If it's a catch, please call it a catch. Yes. Tennessee officiating, I'm begging you. I love Jesse James, but he caught that ball, as Jerry Jones said. All right, so the Texans versus the Saints. Ooh, I like that. I like that matchup a lot. Hmm. I'm going to say the Texans are going to beat the Saints week one. See, I thought I was going out on a limb with that upset because I had the Texans. Oh, did you? Yeah, I really do. DeAndre Hopkins, to me, has the best hands in the land. And uh, I think what you said at the beginning of the year about Watson, this is going to be his year. Yeah. And also, I believe the Saints' defense is going to reg- going to regress some this year. They played out of their minds a lot last year, and I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I think that the Texans are going to go into New Orleans like it's the first game of the year. We saw how New Orleans looked in the first game of the year last year, so you just never know. But that's my upset pick for the week. I think Duke Johnson, people are just assuming because Lamar Miller got hurt that they're screwed at running back, but I think Duke Johnson's going to be a factor. Yeah. I think he's going to be better with them than he was with the Browns. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think so, too. And um, what do you think the effect of not having Clowney is going to be? You think that will affect their defense at all? Texans? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, like, you got to remember, he was uh, he really just broke out last year. You know, yeah, the Texas sure. defense was always good before that. <clears throat> So I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it'll affect their defense a little bit. They might take a little step back from where they were last year, but I think they'll be good. Remember, What's really important is if JJ Watt can stay healthy the whole yeah. year. Yeah. How do you, I, I don't even see how you block block that guy. Yeah, he's huge. Remember, he could have been the greatest defensive player in NFL history if he didn't get hurt so much. Yep. I really believe that. Yep. Same with uh, like Palomalu. Played so hard, man. He got yep. hurt all the time. You know, I heard something about Palomalu the other day that I didn't know. He had a problem with Big Ben after he left the team. Really? Yeah. He said that Mike Tomlin just let Big Ben do whatever he wanted to without any discipline. 
Yeah. It got to the point where he said that they were going to have a meeting. The, the veterans on the team were going to have a meeting with Big Ben to tell him to straighten up. And Mike Tomlin went and warned Big Ben that they were going to have a meeting. Jesus. Man. Yeah. So that's kind of a... Uh, it's kind of. I've heard a lot of complaints about Big Ben yeah. from former players and stuff. So remember, uh, remember Brian Cushing? Yes, he's a badass dude. Yeah, whatever happened to him? him? I don't know. He, I think, I know he got, he got, he became just he his play regressed big time. But as far he was as a I don't think it was too. Yeah, remember when he headbutted that guy without his yeah, helmet yeah. on? That was so badass, and his face was pouring blood. Yeah, it was. Uh, the two big guys for the Texans defense back then was Brian Cushing and Mario. Mario, it's going to drive me crazy. Go ahead and start talking about the next game, Broncos versus Raiders, while I look this up. Broncos. Joe Flacco. I think the Bron- everyone's sleeping on the Denver Broncos. I think Joe Flacco was a brilliant move for them. And uh, Philip Lindsay's really going to open it up for him. He's going he's gonna to start uh, really breaking out this year. He did decent last year. but Mario Williams. Ah. Good. He's going to, and they got Ed Reed that one time, remember? Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, the Broncos. Philip Lindsay's really going to break out this year, and that's going to open it up for Flacco to Emmanuel Sanders. Touchdown, Broncos win. Well, this game is just kind of a pick because both of these teams are a huge mystery to me. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what could happen in this game, but I'm actually going to go with or without Antonio Brown, the Raiders, which really? it looks like it'll be without Antonio Brown for sure now. Dude, Von Miller, strip sack, car goes down. It's not going to happen. I don't know. It's not going to happen. I like. I, I just like the Raiders in this game. I'm hoping. Uh, I really like. I, I like. I like a lot of players on the Raiders. Obviously, Hunter Renfro and uh, you know other Trayvon Mullen. Former Clemson. Do you remember uh, <laughs> Cleveland Furl? Do you remember uh, that? I used to laugh my ass off every time I seen it. It was a Madden commercial where Von Miller's playing uh, playing uh, Madden with a kid, and uh, yes. the kid's like, "Oh, he's yeah. going, he's going, he's yeah. going!" And he just hits the control out of his hands. He's like, "Strip sack Miller." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that commercial. That was just a few years ago. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was great. But no, I like the Raiders in this game. But like I said, this is a game that could go either way because both of these teams are a mystery to me. So. I like the Broncos. I think it's his third and fourth in the division either way the, that's playing against each other. Um, so that's all for the picks. I'll go first in this. I think every week we're going to do our NFC MVP for that week and our AFC MVP for that like week. That. So I'll go with mine first. You like that? I think my NFC week one MVP will be Jameis Winston. I think he's going to light it up against the 49ers and do enough to where he is the week one MVP. And then my very biased AFC week one pick for MVP is Deshaun Watson. I think uh, he'll have to play a really great game against the Saints to win, and that's what I think he'll do. So I think that he will be your AFC week one MVP. You're up. NFC Week 1 MVP is going to be Jared Goff. Interesting. Think he's going to light up that Panthers D? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm going to say... I'm going to say well over well over 300 yards passing, maybe four TDs. It's a big number. Yep. He hasn't played in the preseason, so you never know. He could be rusty. Could be, but I think I think he's just going to go out there and I think he's going to, I think he's going to ball. AFC... 
is something different. You forgot to write this down, didn't you? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't need to. I got it. I got it written down He's right here. He's got it in his head. Got it right here. Got it all right here. AFC. Week one. James Connor. James Connor. Dude, James Connor. <laughs> James Connor is gonna He's going to be what's how we're going to win against New England. We're going to run it down the throat. Big Ben's going to go deep. Our defense is going to sack Brady. We're going to win. We're going to win in Foxborough. Tom Brady, watch your leg. Bill Belichick, watch your fucking leg. <laughs> watch for the sniper on the roof. <laughs> Julian Edelman, watch your fucking leg. Wait, I said Juju Smith-Schuster's leg was going to get broken earlier, didn't yeah. I? We don't want Juju Smith-Schuster's leg to get broken. We want him to break Bill Belichick's leg. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was and a then, whole confusing and then floss mess. On him. Yeah, floss on him. Mm. So before we go, one thing I do want to say that I forgot to say earlier when we were talking about the Raiders is I have to give John Gruden some credit. You yeah. know, we were the whenever we did the first episode, we talked about how we think he's going to be too hard on the players and they're not going to like it. It seems like he's been great to the players so far. He was more than fair to Antonio Brown. You need to go listen to that phone conversation will, that he put on his YouTube. Yeah. John Gruden, he seems to be relating to the players a lot better than we thought he would. So that's why I think the Raiders are, are not going to be a dumpster fire this year. See, I just go back to what I said in our first episode. Um, John Gruden just can't be how he used to be with the players because the game has changed so much since, what was it, 2001? Yeah, and that's how he was last year, and I think he's learned from his mistakes. Because there's so many divas, so many people are going to tell on you. Oh, John Gruden, no, he called me a... Blah, 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 blah. More than a football player. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I think he has to be he has to be nice. But he is doing a good job being fair, like you said, and I respect that. So, so why don't we take one good sip of coffee? Mine's empty, bro. Look at that. He's got high hopes. NFL starts tomorrow, guys. This is fucking great. I'm excited. Dude. I'm jacked. I'm jacked! Mm. Let's go, Cowboys. Let's go, Clemson today. B-A-N-M. Fuck them Aggies. And, uh... Can I say it for you? Go ahead. And fuck Baker Mayfield. And fuck Cole Beasley's rap album. Fuck Baker Mayfield. Fuck Cole Beasley. Fuck his rap album. Fuck the Patriots. Fuck Tom Brady. Fuck Bill Belichick. We're gonna break their legs. We're going to walk out of Foxborough with that W. <laughs> Y'all have a good one.